Sam. I'm Jack. And today we've got Gareth Lake with us. Morning, Gareth. Hello, guys. <laughs> this is exciting for me. Why well, is it exciting, Sam? Well, I've known Gareth. I don't remember life without Gareth. We, um, my dad and your old man were, were good mates. And we've been on family holidays together. Well, pretty much growing up well, together. I remember we? watching a video, a VHS somewhere, I don't know where it was, of all of us together, all in shell suits, and yeah. we're all wearing like the similar kind of shell suits. I remember saying to my mum, why are we all in the same stuff? Was that just a fashion? And she went, no, your dad had got to come, in, come into a load and sold them to everyone. I ended up working with your old man years later and he, he'd never changed. <laughs> Go on, tell me the story. No, I don't. Every, time, every time I speak to your mum and dad at work, you tell me the story about when you were standing behind the, he, he was the stood, He was stood behind the pillow, his old man. Right. And, um, Go on, say it, he had a bit of a gut. He had a bit of a gut. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his beer belly was hanging past his pillow and he was like hiding I could hear him giggling I went what are you doing Eli and he went fuck and he poked his head around he goes do you see my feet <laughs> <laughs> he had a brilliant sense of humour didn't he I, yeah. I, I loved your dad yeah um, we'll touch on him shortly no doubt yeah but first um, well you explain a little bit I've asked you to come on the podcast um, we've both had our own struggles in life yours led you got you into a bit of trouble a few times and I asked you to come on and speak about the times you ended up in prison and stuff and just maybe ex- inspire someone else that's heading down the wrong path to change their life around yeah for, for me going taking it back from a kid um, when people always say oh you must have come from like a broken home and it must have been like people there's normally a stigma with why people are getting in trouble from it from a young age but for me we, we had a good upbringing as you know mm-hmm. you, you were you were around that back then as well um i had good parents they they my mum done everything she could for us we we, we just had like everyone else done good holidays we were brought up well we weren't dragged up i just for me it started changing when I started hanging around with older people. I was always bigger, so I could get into the clubs at 15, 16, whereas everyone else couldn't. I was hanging around with 18, 19, 20 year olds when I was still at school. I remember, and how I remember that is my, my teachers used to say to me, Gareth, can you tell your friends to stop picking you up in the staff car park in their car? Mm-hmm. I was at 14, 15, they were all driving, so that mm-hmm. just goes to show how, how much older than me they were. <clears throat> and it actually got to a point, I was thinking this on the way down there, where I used, they were all, not violent, but they loved loved to scrap, and I didn't. And I remember the first time we all went out together. I won't say his name, but I was around one of my mates. And my mum was very strict in terms of where I could stay and what time I had to be out. Obviously, with, with good reason, I was 14, 15 years old. So it was always, yes, you can stay around exes as long as I speak to their mum. Yeah. yeah, no worries. Well, this particular friend, his mum had no qualms of just ringing up my mum saying, yeah, yeah, they'll be in by eight. Had no intention of us being in by eight. She didn't care whether we didn't come home at all. Mm. Um, so that was enough for my mum, naturally. She trusted what this woman was saying and and, and we were allowed to, to stay out. So I remember being out, it must have been 10, 11 o'clock at night. I'd never been out. I must have been 14. I'd never been out at this time at night before on my own. But all these boys were 17, 18, so they didn't care. And I remember them having a fight, and it was near Morrison's, I remember it like it was yesterday, and my memory's shocking. I don't know what, this guy obviously got a little bit gobby, he was pissed, one of them mates chinned him, another one, and one of them kicked him when he was on the floor, and I, I remember looking at it, like, I, honestly, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I'd never really seen violence, like, mm-hmm. and I just saw it, and I, I remember crying, and do you know how I remember it? 
is because I said something to my mate, he told me to shut up, I said something again, I was crying, I was a bit of a mess, they were all a little bit older. He told me to shut up, I didn't shut up, he chinned me, and to this day my jaw still clicks when I eat, if I eat fast. <laughs> and that's how I remember it, and that was, I'm gonna say, must have been 18 years ago yeah. that was. Um, and the, the more that happened, the more I'd see, if I hang around with certain individuals and you see certain things, the more it happened, the more normal it became. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that you should ever normalise yeah. violence, but it was, if you get brought up around violence, I suppose it doesn't, yeah. it's not that much of a big deal. I wasn't brought up around violence, therefore it was a big deal, but the more I saw it, it became less of a big deal. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, before you knew it, we were in the pubs and I was I was part of that. Mm. Whereas I, where I was standing at the back and shitting myself and thinking, that's not right. Yeah, Geezer didn't really do anything. But like, why are we punching people for no reason and mm. kicking them when they're down? And I remember seeing one, one, another one of my mates who's actually a good friend of mine now, and he's he's turned his life around as well. I remember watching him hit someone with a brick once, a house brick, and I honestly thought he was dead. Mm. He had blood coming out of his ear. I thought, and, and I thought you've killed him. You've actually mm. again. I cried on that on that occasion. Mm. Got told to shut up because I was the youngest in the group, and because I was quite big, they're like, "What are you fucking crying for, you?" But for I was like. Because you might have seriously hurt him. Yeah. Whereas, Where do you reckon that switch come? Because I remember one time as well. I won't mention the geezer's name, but we were in the um, in the pier, and some girl was hitting you, and then a lad hit you on yeah. his knee. Do you know what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. And then me and you, we we had to leg it, didn't right. we? Uh, yeah. Well, I forgot that was you. That was weird. Yeah. We ran all the way back to my mum's house. Yeah. And I had a massive golf ball. Yeah. On, the top the, of my on head. your head. Yeah. 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 And and I remember you. I'm being, not going to mention Larry McCulloch's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, still, I, I'm friends with him now yeah. and I have been for a long time yeah, and yeah. we laugh about that even now yeah, yeah. I remember he whacked me in the mouth kneed me straight in the forehead and yeah. this big golf ball come up and I remember holding in my tears getting outside just going run just run yeah. and ran all the way back to my mum I, I got thrown over a pool table <laughs> <laughs> and we, 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 we ran back to his mum's like Sam was already underneath the pool table so after my Sam he'll come out and help me yeah. <laughs> I'm a lover <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, yeah, that I remember, like, well, we're both fearful. But then, as the years have gone on, you've got no, no fear now whatsoever. And that, obviously, you do boxing and that now, and that's how you get rid of that. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, yeah, we'll get on to that. Yeah, but where do you reckon that I, switch changed? I, th- I don't think there was ever a day, not a, partic- a particular day, but there were scenarios that each time certain scenarios took place, it made. The confidence in me grow, or the there was more of a lack of um, consequence, if you like. If you like, I remember same guy actually that hit the guy with the brick. I was just talking about. I'm good friends with now. Um, makes you sound horrible when you say you hit someone with a brick, but he's actually a really nice bloke now. We're talking. Mm-hmm. We were 15, 16, 17 years old. He's yeah. now early 30, same yeah. as me. He. Um, I remember one time he was quite known for being being quite violent. He was quite a tough lad at growing up. And I remember he hit me once down the beach, down, down the beach. And I remember a girl stuck up for me, um, Sophie Martin. She was, she said, "Don't fucking hit him. He's all right." And I remember thinking, "Fuck, fuck for that. He's gonna punch my head." In. Yeah. I was on my I was on my own, uh, just hanging around down the arcades as you do. This kid hit me. There's a massive group of people there. I was totally embarrassed because I didn't do anything. The reason I didn't do anything is because I shit myself. Is the truth. Mm. I thought he was gonna punch my head in before before I had a chance to actually shit myself. She jumped in, stopped him from hurting me, which I still thank her for for this day because mm. I had nothing about me then. Um, not so long after that, must have, we're talking a matter of months. We had arranged to have have a fight, me and this kid. 
And honestly, this is probably the first proper fight I had, mm-hmm. other than at school, outside school, I mean. Mm-hmm. I remember being on the beach outside the pier, and we had a fight, and I ended up on top of him, and I just kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him, to the point where the other guy, who, who done, my, done my jaw that time, mm-hmm. he pulled me off him, and he said, you're going you're gonna to kill him, get off him. And I just, I just remember coming off him, pumped up, thinking, we've gone from you hitting me a couple of months ago to me shitting myself to now me showing kind of showing you to yeah. a certain degree never fucking do that and again and that's where you thought I'm capable and then yeah little scenarios like yeah. that is my point it mm. was scenarios like that that made me think actually I'm not going to let people do that because although I might not come across like that because I'm not a violent person I wasn't then mm. um, you're 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 not going to treat me like that you're yeah. not going to get away with that like, I let him hit me that day and I had a girl a girl stick up for me. If it weren't for a girl jumping in, I'd have probably got my head filled in. Mm. And then I thought, you know what, that's never going to happen to me again. I'm never going to let someone do that to me and make me feel that way again. So I remember walking off. It wasn't so much to being hit. It was everyone saw me get hit and didn't do any, and I didn't do anything about it. So it's an ego thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, from from, I'm not going to say from that day onwards, but from that time period onwards, 14, 15 years old, I thought no one is ever going to hit me again. Mm. No one is ever going to embarrass me again. That's just one of multiple scenarios that I that, that I can give. I, there was a time at school, I had a problem with a kid in the year above me. Um, he's a friend of yours now, Andrew Osborne. He, he's yeah. actually a nice bloke, really yeah, nice yeah, yeah. bloke. But we're talking again, fourteen yeah. years old. You know, he was in the year above me at school. Uh, we had a problem. I can't remember what it was over. Probably something ridiculously stupid. And I remember we had agreed to have a fight outside afterwards. And the whole day I was shitting myself, I was thinking, they're, they're a year above, you know what it's like now, yeah. someone being a year older than you makes nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nothing. But back then it was, oh, they're the bigger boys, they're the older boys, he's gonna have all yeah. And I was always like alone at school, I didn't have loads of, like, I wasn't part of a big group of friends at yeah. school. I had mates, and I would say I was a popular kid, but but for the wrong reasons, I weren't. You floated around to different people. Yeah, like, a lot of my friends, probably a lot of the people who were my friends were probably more my friends out of, fear or out of oh well, we, we, we need to kind of say hello to him and let him play with us and mm. and blah 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 because all these mates are going to be outside of school and i remember all my mates the ones i was telling you about came outside the school and they were like it's you and him you're gonna to have to go for it we went outside and i, rem- and I remember uh <laughs> these boys i don't know if andrew would even remember this we had a we had a i sat straight now it's probably handbags a little bit of pushing cut the headlocks uh, and another one of the older kids held on to me while someone hit me and it was all just it was all just madness, but I, was, I come out of there pretty much unscathed, held my own, and thought, I'm fighting with the older boys now, mm. and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm all right, do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not being filled in, and it was just, again, I, I could name, I could sit here for ages and name multiple scenarios, but they're just two scenarios where I've come out of that particular scenario and thought, no one's doing this to me anymore, I'm not, yeah, having, yeah. I'm not having it, like, I can hold my own against these people, I don't need to be, I don't need to, 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 to be scared of them. I'm glad you're doing the ring these days and <laughs> on the streets. Well, then, then it just led to multiple arrests, multiple trouble, multiple fights on the street. Which what age was nothing. you when you first went into prison? Fifteen. And was that due to violence? Yeah, a favourite chicken. Me and my mate Jody had a straightener with two guys. I was on tag, so I'd been I'd been arrested multiple times. Um, and when you're young, it's not so much when you're older. When you're young, you you get away with so much. Like you have to go through the court system for. So many times, if if it's just for every day fighting in the street, fucking stealing this or criminal damage, you have to go to court multiple times before mm. they'll send a child to prison. Um, and I must have been to court 10, 15, 20 times for multiple stuff, nothing nothing of any substance, just all just 
low level yeah, stuff, yeah. smashing a window, <clears throat> um, fighting in the street, whatever. Um, and I remember being on tag, I should have been at home at seven o'clock, uh, for, this was for something else, and then I ended up being a favourite chicken at 12 o'clock, getting in a scrap with two drunk blokes, me and my mate Jody. Weren't, again, weren't even, you say scraps, but at 15 years old, they're not really, do you know what I mean? It's more like rolling round and, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's getting, other than them scenarios, though, no one's getting right really hurt. Might, Some might have got a black eye or a scuffle yeah. or whatever, yeah. but, but again, this is, this is, this is, just prove that you, no matter what level of violence, you can't go around fighting because eventually, yeah. I met people. I met multiple people in jail yeah. that um, that are in there for, for the same thing, and I and I, I must have left. I must, I could think of ten off the top of my head scenarios where I've left someone bleeding on the floor and just walked yeah. off, and you never know. I can think of two serious ones where I genuinely thought I might be in a pickle here. Yeah, um, and it's well, only luck more than anything. I used to have a lot of fear over that. If you have scraps with your mates when you go out and that, and you end up clashing with different youngsters and they've had a scrap, that used to play on my mind mm. for for days. And I remember one scenario when we were younger, me and Will Burton and Vinny, we 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 hit this geezer that hit. Our friend Alex, and the next day a bloke was found on the beach, and I remember obsessing, yeah. thinking it was that bloke. It was nothing to do with him, but I remember thinking, "Fuck, we're all going to go to jail." It was yeah. so scary. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was. But... I've met multiple people that, when I was in jail that are in jail for that, and it's mostly when the person they've hit or had a fight with are drunk, because when you're drunk, you can't control your muscles as yeah. much. So if you, for example, if you get not if you got hit to the floor when you were fully sober, you tense up and you, your neck would stiffen up, and you wouldn't let your head hit the, hit the floor. Yeah. When you're drunk, yeah. you get you hit the floor, your neck will bounce back. Your head yeah, you don't know your so own much. strength when you've had a drink as well. I've been out with you, and, <laughs> and we're not scrapped, but we've. Been, just been out with you and dancing with you and being thrown around I felt like I've been 10 rounds with Tyson the next day <laughs> you know when you've been out on a night out with Gary so yeah and then, and then, and then so, you're, so, you, so you were 15 when you first went to prison that was that was actually what that thing I was just telling you about favourite chicken that was actually what I went to prison for the first ever time I got 8 so, months for that so how was that then sorry so how was that you're 15 years old I'll tell you I'll tell you how because by this time a lot, a lot of people my age, few years below, few years above, everyone around the same area, around the same age. I'd got a bit of a name for myself in terms of right. He's not really what this is. This is obviously when we're children still. Mm. Uh, if you were to say that now, well, I've got a name for myself. No one fucks with me. Everyone tells you to grow up. <laughs> but at the time, at fifteen, that is the truth. All my mates uh, that I had and the group I was with were known for being the group that you just didn't really fuck about with because it's more hassle than it's worth you. You'd probably end up getting filled in. or Then the alpha male comes into it. And yeah, yeah. You'd be, you'd be, you'd uh, but I thought I was Barry Big Potatoes, yeah. yeah, because I was hanging around with older blokes. Everyone knew not to fuck with me now around, around my age. Um, don't get me wrong, 19, 20, 21 years old, they were probably like, who's this little twat? But mm. my age, 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I remember, this is the truth, um, when I was in court, didn't care. On the way to court, didn't care. In in the court, didn't care. Got into the dock. They sentenced me. And because I'd been to court so many times, I just thought, that's another court case. I'll be out of here. I'll have a £100 fine or I'll get an extension on my tag or I'll get a supervision order, whatever. Yeah. I've It's happened so many times that it's not really, I don't really bother. Then it dawned on me as soon as they said, right, multiple times they said to me, we're going to give you a custodial sentence but we're going to suspend it, which means you're you've got you've got a certain time period where you can't get in trouble, or they will revoke your sentence and they will send you to jail for that yeah. time period. 
So I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Right, we're giving you eight months custodial sentence. And I was waiting for the, yeah, I've suspended. suspended yeah. They didn't suspend it. it imminently, that, that you're going right now today. Yeah. And look, I've got goosebumps now. You can mm-hmm. see them. Because that's how much I remember it. And I people say to me, what did you do last month? Or they asked me something about six months ago. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But certain scenarios stay in your head. And I always remember. How many people have been to jail? Not many. Mm-hmm. How, so you you'd like to think you'd remember the first ever time you went to prison. What was that feeling like then when it... I cried, I went down to the cell, as soon as as soon as the cell door shut and there was no one there, I sobbed like a baby and I thought, this is it. I'm 15 years old and Wirewise was 18, I don't know what it's like now, it was 15 to 18 year olds, so I was one of the youngest ones as well yes. and I knew what some of my 18 year old mates were like, mm. how big they were, how confident they were, how yeah. tough they were and I thought, I've now got all this to, cont- I've got, I'm going to mix up with another 500 of these people. Mm. But don't, part of me is having a conversation with myself. Gareth, you're all right. Like, you can look after yourself. You'll be fine. Then I was like, but I don't want to go there. I don't... Mm. Like, so mixed emotions. And- yeah. And I just remember crying. I remember a woman coming... I remember her. She came into my cell. She's actually one of the... Um, it was group four back then. I don't know what it is now. She came and sat with me on my little concrete bed where I'd have my head in my hands. And she was like, look, you're going to be all right. This has happened. You're not the only one who's this has happened to. But she really was nice to me and she didn't have to sit in. That's not her job. Mm. She's not a, a youth offending worker. She, she's there to, to, uh, to secure the, the, the courts as such mm. and, and, and to, to, to look after the prisoners while they're there. She didn't, she went the extra mile. To, but she knew that I was 15 years she old. Fortunately, with a good egg there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I was, I was also very big as a 15 year old, quite tall. Um, so I, I didn't look like a fifteen-year-old. I looked like one of the older lads, but I weren't. And mentally, I was still, I was still, still only fifteen years old. But looking back at it now, I've got a ten-year-old daughter. Um, it's madness. Fifteen years old. You're you're asking a child. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. You are yeah. you are a child. And I hadn't even finished school. I don't think at this time, because I remember getting out, getting out, and going back and doing my GCSEs. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a mad feeling. I remember. I tell you a weird scenario. I got there on my first ever day and about two, three months prior to this I'd had uh, a scrap in the middle of the town centre of a guy called Mark Vince who I'm actually friends with now um, and we'd had a big scrap in the middle of town we um, done what we'd done to each other went our separate ways we hadn't spoke to him heard from him nothing, nothing since that day um, it was kind of an Ipswich versus Felix Doe thing he was from Ipswich I was from Felix Doe we didn't get on for literally that reason only mm. um, and then I walked into the prison who was the first person I saw when I got there him him and I just remember thinking to myself shit he's I knew he'd been to jail several times he knows the system he's probably got mates in here he knows every, how it all works I'm brand new to this I'm a virgin to all of this um, and I thought he's going to make my life hell in here he's only, even if he's got five mates it's them six versus me isn't it mm. I don't know a single soul in here other than him and he hates me mm. and he come up to me he said are you alright he had obviously seen that I'd been crying my face was probably puffy whatever cried all the way from Ipswich Magistrates Court to, to um, it, yeah, it was it was Woodbridge Warren Hill then, um, and yeah, I just remember getting there and he and he basically just said to me like, "You're right." I said, "Yeah." I said to you, he said, "Yeah." And he and I respected him from that day because he could have made my life hell and mm. he didn't. Mm. He kind of took me under his wing to a certain degree, yeah. and my life well, could probably have been saw ten, a side you hadn't seen before. My life could have been ten times harder if it wasn't for him, and I still yeah. respect him to this day for that. Yeah, because if that had been the other way around, I don't know if I'd have been. Adult enough to like, yeah. you tried to. Well, you wasn't an adult. You were fifteen, but um, that's interesting because all that fear and that emotion wasn't enough to stop you going back and reoffending. No, because uh, again, similar scenario. 
I then realised I can do this. That's not that bad. Yeah. The same exactly. The prince. The scenario was different, but the principle is the same. Yeah. As the scenario. So your successes in 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 situations have been your downfall in a way as well. Because every time I've been to prison, and I've been to prison five times, it's been I've gone wire wise twice. I went. There was eight. It was eight. They also done an eighteen to twenty ones back then. I don't think they do that anymore. Um. So I've done 18 to 21s and then I've done main over over 21s adult jail twice. And every single time I managed to develop friendships, I managed managed to develop, um, I don't know how to explain it. So basically every time I went there, I'd end up being absolutely fine. Everyone would like me. Everyone got on with me. If I had any problems, I'd soon sort it out one way or another, whether it was through violence or, mm. or, 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 or other means. Um, and I never had any, tr- I never had, I had trouble, but trouble that I kind of wanted to have to a certain degree. I can't stand bullies. Mm. And one of the times I remember having several, a few fights with people for whatever reasons. And then, and they came to my cell one morning and said, right, we're shipping you out. And they sent me to a jail in Leicester and they put me on the anti-bullying wing because I was quite a violent inmate in Norwich. They sent me to Glen Parver in Leicester, um, yeah. where they put me on, there was, I've gone from a prison where there's 200 inmates and I knew 150 of them. I was on the server, I had the best job, everyone knew me, I was there for quite a lengthy period mm. of time. And then they sent me to another jail where I didn't know a single person. Mm. Um, and they put me on anti-bullying wing and there was 10, uh, 10 units, 100 inmates on each unit. And every single one of them inmates on that unit was on there for bullying on another unit. Mm. So you've gone from putting someone who hates bullies in with bullies. And I just thought, this is not going to end well. And I tell you, I'll briefly tell you a quick scenario. When I was 15, I had a fight with a guy in, uh, in the YYs. Um, he was from Essex. I was from, I'm obviously from Phoenix though. It was over nothing. We had a fight, handbags, not really got screwed up. It got split up before it even really took place. Uh, he told me he was gonna do this to me. I told him I was gonna do that to him. He left two weeks later. Didn't see him for years. Went to Leicester, they shipped me out to Leicester. Um, went down to get my food. Who's serving my food? <laughs> yeah, mental, you not write yeah, it. Yeah. And who's the one person you don't want to annoy in prison? The person, the person serving, serving your food. Your food. <laughs> yeah, and I, can, server, and I can tell you that from experience, yeah. you don't want to piss people off <laughs> that are serving your food. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just remember looking at him, same scenario as uh, Mark Vince, really. He looked at me, he said, are we good? I said, I am. He said, are you? I said, yeah. Because he's on servery. He doesn't want to lose his job mm. for something that happened five years ago. I've just been shipped out to a new prison. I don't want to start, I want to start as I mean to go on, so mm. I want to try and behave myself. Mm. I've just been shipped out. They've told me they're going to be keeping a close eye on me, blah, blah, blah. And he shook my hand, I shook his hand, and we were mates after that. Yeah. And he, again, he could have made my stay very difficult if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, I was on the servery with another, I won't tell you his name, another one of my mates, you wouldn't know him anyway. Um, and he, a boy come in while we we're on surgery who would actually give a statement against him. And this is the kind of stuff that happens. I, th- let me just tell you, I've seen him do some horrible stuff to his food before mm-hmm. giving it to him. Mm-hmm. We used to have a hot plate and at the top right of the hot plate, there would be what we'd call the guy's name, his section. Mm-hmm. And don't touch that food unless it, a certain individual come down to get it. That was his food. And mm. um, I'm not going to tell you the stuff that was done to that food, but if <laughs> you'd be sick if you knew if you'd ever eaten it and then found out later what happened to it. Really? Uh, but that's just the kind of stuff that happens. Like you're mixing with and still happens. And yeah, <laughs> it probably still happens. Yeah. Like I say, I, it's been a long time. My daughter's ten years old. I haven't been in any trouble since she was born. How long were you at Glen Parva for? I think I served the last about six months, eight months. I was serving uh, three years at the time. And I think yeah, I, was in, I was on my last, my definitely on my last, last third. How, how many times have you been to prison? 
five. Yeah. But most of them, I'll be honest, most of them are petty. Most I had a driving offence. I got three months for it. Mm. I got eight months for. They're all violence, really, other than that driving offence. Yeah. Driving offence. The only other thing. They've all been fighting, other than one, which was a driving offence, which I got a police chase and. Yeah. I got three or four months for that. It was hardly worth it. I had a shit, brushed my teeth, it was time to come home. What, was there any point, and I ask this because there's probably some people out there, but when in a, in a in a way where when you got sentenced, you you were glad because that would bump up your street cred even more. Not not the first time, definitely not, because mm. I was too scared. I mm. shit myself. I've never been so scared in my life because it was just horrific. I I'd heard stories. A lot of my mates had been. Uh, as much as I was Barry Big Potatoes out here, I knew I wasn't going to be in there. Yeah. I went from being a, I mean, I, we live in a little town. I was a big fish for my age in mm. a little ta- in a little town, and now I was going to be kind of fed to the wolves. That's how I yeah. perceived it to be. Whereas actually, when I was there, got to know people. You know what I'm like. I'll speak to anyone yeah. wherever I go, and I've always been like that. Yeah. I'll make friends everywhere I go, and yeah. then you become. It's weird because people say, people always say like, oh, he he was the boy in jail, and he was this. It wasn't that I was, um, I don't know how, it wasn't, wasn't that I was top dog in jail, it's just I got on with everyone, mm. no one need give me shit, I, I was respectful and fair to everyone, but I also had a reputation of, if you do piss him off, he, like, he's not going to sit there and take it, do you know what I mean, yeah, he'll yeah. hold his own against you, and most of, most of them are vulnerable drug, even at that age, vulnerable drug addicts, a lot of them are, uh, just don't have the violent mentality or they don't have the they don't they don't even have it to in it to stick up for themselves mm. so you've put out of 200 inmates you've probably only got 40 of them that will that will have a row and then out of them 40 I, i'm in the top five of people who can look after themselves so you're never going to get trouble yeah. that, and then when, when you realize that actually i've been i've been to some of the i've been to a place where you're housing some of the most violent people and most do you know what i mean they, they all of them have a, a lack of respect for the law yeah. and I've still managed to be alright in there so then when I got out it, it wasn't a deterrent put it that way mm. and it should have been I wish it had been yeah. if that had been a lot harder for me then I would have had I'd have, I'd have done anything in my power not to go back yeah. but the fact that I've done it once now I wasn't scared to go back yeah because it takes away the unknowing of what I had no money no job no girlfriend no nothing I went to prison I come out I think I served three months of an eight month sentence uh, I got released a month early on tag that was the first ever sentence. Um, I'd come out, my life was exactly the same. I'd come back to hang around the same people doing the same thing, still no money, still no so job. didn't learn nothing from it. Didn't know. Uh, you said something interesting before when we were out there, and you said, you said even though you'd done a short sentence, you got so used to it, you you were thinking for a split, for a little time about to go back. Yeah. No, that was after I got hit with the lengthy one, which yeah. I said there was a pattern. They were all short sentences. I think my, my longest sentence before the three years was eight months. That was my longest sentence. Mm. So when you're getting eight months, do three. You get three months, do six weeks. You get six months, do three months. It's pointless. Mm. Like, honestly, like, I, I went to Thailand for a month. Like, yeah. I, like, do you know what I mean? That's not, yeah. that's the kind of time you I go away. I better though, isn't it? <laughs> it was a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll tell you what, prison was cleaner. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, uh, it, just, it was just weird because they're not deterrents and I think, What's weird was the, the, the getting hit with a heavy sentence because you, they had, I presume, can only presume, they had seen me several times and thought, right, you've been to jail now four, four, three, four times. You obviously haven't learned your lesson. So I'll tell you what, and, and this was the most serious offence that I'd actually ever been arrested for. Uh, that I actually, They actually told me expect anything from four to six years. That was what my barrister said. We, that was in Crown Court. And he, so I had my headset. I was on remand for about three months before I even got sentenced. 
And they said to me, expect anything from four to six. I had it in my brain, I'm getting six years, I'm getting six years. Anything less than that, I knew was a bargain. When they give me, I think they give me 30, 34 months or 32 months, something like that. Um, and I had to say half of it. I'm probably the only person to ever get t- touching on three years and skip downstairs to the, out, out the courtroom because mm. I was buzzing to get that. Mm. I was expect- I had my heart set on six years. I'd mentally prepared myself for six yeah. years. Then when they told me you'd only, you'd only been given three years, plus I'd already done six months, well, four, four to six months well. on remand, I think I only had about another, I don't know, another 10 months left. And then yeah. I, done, I went back, done four or five months, and then got shipped out to Glen Barber. But again, what your point, the point that you're making is, I felt institutionalised is what I found out that it was that, that I had. I'd been, I'd been there for, it's not even a long time, but it was a long time to me, and everyone's different. Some people can could spend 20 years in jail and never feel institutionalised mm-hmm. when they're released back out into the public. Some people can serve 12 months and feel like shit when they get out, mm-hmm. and that is how I felt. I, I remember it only lasted about two weeks and I remember, because I was so regimented, I was doing the same thing every morning, getting yeah, up, do it, do it, yeah, every, and a lot of people, a lot of my friends who actually, a couple, I've got a couple of friends who have been to prison and been in the army, and they said they're very, very similar in a lot of ways, mm. very regimented, very strict, very, you've got, wise was a lot different to adult jail, adult jail, you can pretty much do what you want, lay in bed all day if you want, whereas wise they want you to do like education, they want you to go on courses, and you have to get up at a certain time, everyone's doors open, and you have to get out and do whatever, whether it's go to work, go to education, you have to do something. Mm. Um, <laughs> what was weird is, you used to go to work and get paid like £10 a week. Mm. Imagine if someone said to you now, come work for me, you've got to do four hours, six hours a day, every day. And that's why I live where I am. we're going to give you £10. You break that down hourly, you're on about 40 p. Um, but we, that, that was, it was something to get out of our cell and then come, come pay. Did you, did you enjoy the routine? Yeah, to a certain degree. Like Again, me and my friend, because of the way I am, I, I gathered a, together a large group of friends. We were on servery, which is the best job you can have in the prison. Um, and we had a good group of friends. Like we, we, we had a lot of stuff going on, if you know what I mean. Mm. I'm not like. Are they just friends you keep in prison, or do you know? Yeah, they, they are friends that I kept in prison, and then I kept kept in contact with them when I was out. But this was only at a certain period in my time, between 15 and 21, I would say, was my was my worst years. Yeah. Um, but then when I made fast forward in maybe four or five years to when I was 21, when you make a decision to actually, I had a daughter, I had a steady relationship. Things were going good for me. I had things to lose now, mm. and I want to change my life. It wasn't just a matter of st- stopping, stopping committing crime. Mm. By stopping committing crime, you had to stop going to the places you were going, hanging around with the people you were hanging around with, like living the life that you were living. I was, yeah. I was, I was around alcohol a lot. I was around pubs, clubs, certain groups of friends, being out all t- kind of yeah. times of the night, and I had to make a conscious decision to kind of. I remember even having conversations with people. Um, who I still speak to now, but I remember saying to him, like, I can't, we can't hang around no more like, like we have been. Yeah, well, that, there's, there's that cliche people say, pick your circle carefully, mm-hmm. and it, but that's true, that is, because whoever you hang around with is what you betray. Well, what's weird is a lot of them continued for many years later, they've sorted themselves out now, we're yeah. in our 30s, but at the time, a year later, they're still in that prison, two years later, still in that prison. Yeah. And I knew, just by looking at them, that I made the right decision. Yeah. I had a daughter, who's now nearly 11, um, and the second I laid eyes on her, 
you have no choice but to grow up. Yeah. If you don't grow up, and people seeing you grow up has probably made them make an ultimate decision. That's how it works. To be someone sees someone like you change their yeah. life around. It's the same within recovery. Someone sees people doing so, so well that, that that inspires them to do it. Well, and it's the, the weird thing is, they were all a lot older than me, and I kind of outgrew that lifestyle yeah. well before they did. Yeah, so I, I come into game. it a lot later than mm. them. So they were already three, four years deep of that life before I'd, I'd got involved in that yeah. life. And then it still took them another three or four years. I was only probably in that life for five or six years, whereas they was probably in it for 10, 13, 14 yeah. years. Some of them are still in and out of prison now. You, you, how you are now, if you could go back in time and give the old you in them years advice, what would that advice be? This is going, going back to what I was saying to someone the other day. I wish, I know this is a little bit off subject what you just asked, but I wish someone had grabbed hold of me when I was 14, 15 years old, and yeah, maybe there isn't the resources and the manpower to be able to individually assess everyone's mm. life when they're 14, 15 years old, but there must have been signs, whether it be school teachers, um, I don't want to say parents, because I can't blame them, but my dad could have could have been a little bit more active in my mm. life, uh, took a bit more of an active role, but someone, anyone, youth offending, uh, by youth offending it's probably too late, but someone grabbed me and just said, you know, whether it would have worked or not, you just don't know. But that, that, that was where I was, oh, my head was thinking, I was thinking, would you have actually listened? No, to this is the thing. Um, I keep getting sidetracked, but when people say to me now, I wish you'd have started boxing when you were that age, because you, we could have done, really done something with you. No, because you wouldn't have got older me at that age. I wasn't mature enough to yeah. train five days a week and stay, stay consistent. Yeah. I would have just fucked it all off and gone to fuck my mates and had a scrap. Mm. Especially if you'd have taught me how to fight properly, mm. then I'd have just been even more dangerous when I'd have gone out with my mate. That's how I perceive it to be. But I, I wish someone had got hold of me, and I do think that that, that that I would, I'd probably never do it, but I would love, whether it be me, not so much you because you didn't go that way in life, but you are doing something similar with a different aspect, there should be someone go around the schools, and there should be someone that speaks to the younger people, especially that kind of person. Mm. Don't get me wrong, you're probably talking a minor percentage of the, of the school year. If you've got 100 kids, only probably two, three, four of them are going to go yeah. go that way. The rest of them are going to be absolutely fine. So you've got to, you can't cater for for everyone. But yeah. I just I don't know if you could stop one person from going down that route because that it's not just that one person, is it? It's all the violence that I inflicted on other people, all the yeah, misery. Mate, I go to school now to to take my daughter to school. And I see people that I've knocked out when I was 15, 16, 17. Yes, all right, we're a lot older now. Mm. He's going to still remember that. Yeah. And at the time, I remember whacking one of my mates, actually, when we were back at school. And I got on really well with his parents. And I don't know why. We had an argument over solar car park. And I whacked him, chinned him, gave, gave him a right black eye. And then his mum seen me a couple of days later. And she said, you're a horrible little boy. You're no longer welcome around my house. And that hurt me more than anything else. Because yeah. I was like, it would be like me doing it to you. And your mum saying to me, Gareth, mm. you've been a family friend for years. But don't don't ever speak to me again. Don't ever come around this house. And I'll be like, I've actually just lost someone decent because I'm a fucking idiot. You know Doing I mean? it to me that's a bit far fetched, isn't it? <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to, would I? Because no, you probably take me off. But... Clean out. <laughs> I'm an animal. Moving swiftly on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't know. Like you say though, I, you've got these arguments both sides. Would I have listened? Probably not. But could it do any harm going around and speaking to people? I don't think so. If, if someone went through the schools like like you just said, and 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 you heard something that you could relate to, then it, it may have changed you. I think it, the way you described it, from when you were such a young lad and you were heavily influenced by these people that you really looked up to, and I mm. think those those are the key years. As I mean, I deal with a lot of people with my job who are very similar, 
who um, they get influenced yeah, from yeah. such a young age and at the time they look up to these people and they see them as like these idols and they yeah, put yeah. them on pedestals and they just think oh they're amazing I want to be like them yeah. and it's not until way later where they realise they're fucking idiots I oh, should have never that is, got around to in a nutshell what you just said is exactly how I feel yeah. and I'm not even I, I could name many people there was another guy I used to hang around with a lot older than me and I used to absolutely worship him my mum used to say that geezer's a fucking idiot and I'd be like, Mum, he's my mate. Don't speak about him like that. Always defended him. Yeah. I don't want you hanging around with him. The more you try and stop me, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna do it. Blah, blah blah. Bear in mind, I was like 15. He was like 21. Looking back on it now, why is a 21 year old hanging around a 15 year old? Because he'd get me to do everything. Yeah. I remember he used to get me to every every time he he had a problem with a guy in his area. He was he went and bought a bat, gave me the bat, and he was like, go and do his car for me. And I'd just do it just be, just because I respected him and wanted to please him. Yeah. But looking back on it now, that's why he had me around because I was like his little skiver. You've done all the nasty stuff that he didn't want to do. Why wouldn't yeah. Why wouldn't you want someone like that yeah. around if you wanted all these jobs doing? Yeah, that's what it just goes to show your parents always right as well. A hundred percent. So whether it be a day later, a week later, a month later, ninety percent. Yes, mum, ninety yeah. percent of what of what um, of what she said was was right, and you do realise it. Whether, yeah. say, whether it be the next well, day or next year. A family member that I that I I'd lies with my mum and dad would say keep away from him, and and he done exactly the same as what what your mate did then he just when you look back at it now I think oh, I was a right mug <laughs> someone said to me yesterday mentioned the guy that I was just talking about who was 21 said to me yesterday oh, he's doing alright for himself he says nothing but good things about you he said maybe you two could like because we we're not friends anymore mm. and he said he's, he's alright he said good things about you you both moved on why don't you try and speak to him I said I never want to speak to him again because although it was 10-15 years ago the way the way he used to treat me back then was just unexcusable and I was just a fucking complete idiot to it mm. and the more he I say abused me. The more he took advantage of me for being young and, yeah. and not having my head screwed on, the more I think you're fucking out of order for that. Mm. And I've done so many horrible things yeah. on his say so, on his click of a finger. Yeah. Because I was yeah, so That's exactly the same situation to... as what I had with, with an uncle of mine. You're starting to bring it on, on to you a lot. I, I do that a lot. Me, <laughs> <laughs> Pot and kettle. <laughs> I've got 45 yeah. minutes, I've had nearly that. I, I wanted to talk about boxing, but I think we're going to have to get you back for part no, two. No, 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 we can keep going. How long have we been? We're um, good, we're good. How Just long? keep going. It doesn't matter. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Ah, so, so I'm getting bored. No, <laughs> no, door closes. Yeah. So, uh, so you had your daughter. Yeah, I had my daughter. So that, so that was your and, life, and life changing put, moment. A lot of people don't understand when I put stuff on like social media about saying that, that she is, she's the reason that that I. She, I, I sometimes I put a picture of her and I'll put my reason, and that's what I mean because it doesn't mean it's not going to mean anything to you. If you was to see a picture of my daughter and it says the reason, you'd be like, mm, whatever, I don't know. There must be a, must be a thing that he's got going on. But that's what I mean. Is she's the reason that I stopped? She's the reason that I changed my life. And literally, it was overnight. I, I'd already started to calm down. I'd already started to make changes. But she was the nail in the coffin that gave me that reason. Like I said a minute ago, you go back. When I went to prison the first time, I got out, my life was exactly the same. Second, third, fourth time, exactly the same. I'd go in, no job, no money, no not, not a lot going on. I'd come out, my life would be exactly the same. I just picked up yeah. where I left off. Now I had reasons, now I have responsibilities. I had reasons not to go, to go back. Um, and I don't find it a coincidence that the whole way through my teenage years, from 15 to probably 21, 22, in and out of prison several times, and then the second I had my daughter, I haven't been I haven't been to jail since. I haven't even so much been arrested for anything serious since. Mm -hmm. um, I've had hiccups where I've been been, growth, been an idiot. Think, but yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it maturity, growth, everything. Mm. How many? I look at people now. I've got I've got I say friends, people I speak to, or people I know, 
who are in and out of prison now, doing a year here, two years there, out for a couple of months, back in. I just think, mate, you're in your 30s now. You, I can blame mine on being young, stupid, naive, immature, whatever. You got, you're still doing that at 30. How can you blame, you can't blame that yeah. on being a kid. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you, with your experience that you've got, I mean, and with the job that I do, I it's difficult because I, I love the job that I do, but I generally, my impression now is anyone goes to jail, you, you're fucking, you're missing out on everything. Mm. You're a mug. Yeah. Like, people who are in and out of jail, like, they need to sort the fucking lives out. I don't that's... know what the percentages are now, but when I was there, it was 70% of all inmates re-offend in the first yeah, two years. Awful. Well, it just shows the system's not really working, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes and no. Like you say, there, there are things that they could probably, there are more that they could probably do about it for a young age. The thing is, if you get someone young, then you can try and mould the future for them. But mm. once you've already hit a certain age and you're still in that prison, I think it's just, do you know what I mean? Mm. You try you try and reform a 30 year old that's been in that prison since they were 15 years old, I think to a certain degree you're wasting your time. Yeah. But you need to grab them when they're young, when they're, influ when they're easily influenced. As much as I was easily influenced down the wrong path, I probably could have been easily influenced down the right path as well if yeah, I had, yeah. had, had certain people in my would life. You, you said about doing, going into schools and that, would that be something you'd do? I would, yeah, I would do. I'd, I'd, I'd actually like to do it. Someone said to me before, what would be your dream job? And a, a realistic dream job, not like heavyweight yeah. boxing, heavyweight champion of the world, do you yeah. know what I mean? But a realistic. And I'd say, do you know what? If someone paid me, I'd happily go into schools, not just just for that reason it's paid, but if that if it was yeah, a job yeah. that, for, for me, uh, I'd do it for free. But obviously, if it was a job, you could do it. Because we could probably make day. that happen because we're going to talk about mental health and everything. Cause I, well, would, I would do it to the younger kids. Yeah. Not not six seven years old, but do you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, not talking. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to unis or colleges, but I'm talking like year nines, tens, elevens, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Before they get to a the, point well, at the age where you start. Exactly that, that, yeah, for yeah, that for yeah. that reason. Yeah. Um, Will you come on and do a part two about the boxing and everything yeah. as well? Because I I, I think that'd be um, another good podcast. Do you know what though? Going on, we'll touch on the boxing. The only when my probation officers and youth offending team workers used to say to me, like, why, why are all your offenders violent? I'm never, I, I don't steal. I, I was never into drugs or alcohol and nothing like that. It was always just violence. I just loved to scrap. That was my yeah. problem, um, and I didn't need an excuse to do it. You look at me wrong. You bump me in the street. You, you've said something bad about me. That was enough for me. Mm. I just didn't need, need much more of a reason. Um, and that was always the re that was the truth. Why are you offending? Why is your pattern in your offending always violent? And that's why I said to him, I just like fighting. I know it's very shallow and shit thing to say, but I love fighting. Mm. No feeling for me is the same as the two bus. men having a scrap and one person coming out on top. Yeah. Where it's, do you know what I mean? And that is that's the same feeling I get from boxing now. Nothing fit makes me feel like me and another man are going to go head to head he's going to try his hardest to beat me i'm going to try my hardest to beat him and then when i come out on top i then that's the best for me it's the best thing in the world and yeah. that still that feeling is still exactly the same from when i was 15 years old mm. is is that's my whether it's the adrenaline whether it's the rush i don't know what, what it is but yeah. the feelings are nothing nothing artificial like drugs or alcohol or anything can make alive. me can make yeah. me feel like that yeah, that yeah. is just that, and that's that's the truth, and that's why I started started boxing, mm. just just to try and reciprocate that 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 feeling. Yeah, you know that'd be, that'd be a good way to end this and set it, set yeah. it up for a part two. But thank you very much for coming on, Gareth. No worries. I love you to bits. Yeah, thanks. Thank for you on, so much. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Cool. On to the next. Yeah. <laughs>